0: What's up everyone? Welcome back to Journey Talk. I know it's been a minute, but we are excited to be back. And I say we for a very important reason because you know it's your host Patrick, but I'm joined by our new co-host. Yeah,
1: it's it's Chase. It's Chase Holton. Chase. Yeah, as everybody calls me, Chase. Chase. I'm a man of many names.
0: Yeah. And so with Journey Talk, uh, Chase, Chase is somebody who, who's been a friend and a brother for a long time. Uh, he's been someone that has been accountable with me. He, he serves alongside me in the youth group. And um, this podcast has kind of been prayed over and sought after and just really wanting to revamp it. And so um, just inviting Chase in to, to also give his thoughts and uh, even share some of his story with you guys and girls. So um, today we're going to be talking about um, worship. And Oh, perfect. Worship. Yeah. yeah. Why is that perfect, Chase? Well,
1: if you don't know me, uh I'm a big uh music guy and I, I am the uh worship pastor I guess you could say for the for the youth group here at, at Journey uh youth group. Sorry, I just wanted to pl- uh,
0: plug plug a little <laughs> major bit. major plug. Are you trying to tell me your vocal cords have been blessed by the angels? Uh
1: more more like touched by Jesus. Okay. Oh. Yeah. By the man himself. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. But yeah, Chase and I have a love for music, and that's something that I thought we could start off today on this revamp of Journey Talk, because for us, we both have a passion and a desire for music, and a part of our story and how we even kind of gotten to know each other, right? It's just been through music.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. What was it it like the first time, like... (laughs) meeting and like talking about music what were your thoughts with you yeah
1: uh first of all i was super intimidated first of all i was intimidated because you were from you know nashville i've heard all about nashville and um you had been playing drums for what three years there whatever yeah uh i just felt like everything that i said you were like yeah no that's not true no that's not true either you really think that Absolutely not. You know, I thought, like, you had this, like, I don't know, professional, like, like, you had a professional vibe, and I was super intimidated. Man,
0: you're describing a Nashville guy. <laughs> really? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> so, strike one for, hey. for P-T-Z here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, I remember we, we were eating pizza, and oh, I, yeah. I, I was like, man, because... If you know me, I can't sing. I try, but God did not bless these vocal cords with the ability to produce a good, clear, beautiful sound. He <laughs> right on. I can play drums to a degree. Yeah, you're but, right. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for me, like music is something that I'm am very passionate about. I love listening to it. I love playing it. Um, but this was kind of our starting point. I remember thinking. To myself when I met met you and we were talking about music, I was like, Man, this guy this guy kind of knows his stuff. Like in El Dorado, Kansas, like Yeah. Cause you know, whether you want to believe it or not, you see someone playing or singing and you think, okay, I wonder really how, how like they are really gonna sound. Mm-hmm. People can talk people up.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And it's gonna be one of those things that you're like, okay, I just gotta figure it out for myself. Yep. And so I remember we came back to our church and we jammed out and I was like Okay. Okay. Yeah. This guy. This guy's got it going on. Like he can sing. He can play guitar. And what? What kind of music were you into at the time?
1: Oh, I was a big country fan. I'm still a big country fan. But uh, like, I was on. I was on a journey. It was funny. I was on a journey to be a country star.
0: Journey plug. Hey.
1: <laughs> um, and there was this moment, and I don't know if we'll get to this later, but there was just this moment that I had this awakening really in my heart, to turn toward worship music. Mm. For me, um, it was just bringing the attention off myself and putting that attention on the one who who uh, is worthy of all the songs that we sing, mm. all the praise that we give. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And so that's what I want to kind of dive in today is I call, I'm calling it the good and bad. And, and when you think of worship, you really don't tend to hear people say the bad. Mm, Yeah. But I think a lot of times in worship, we get into bad habits. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like we get into this routine and we think to ourselves, okay, worship is nothing but just singing. Yeah. And we really don't understand why, mm-hmm. or or what the purpose of it is, or yeah. who we're even singing to.
1: Yeah, it just becomes a a routine thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that we fall into, get like it's just uh, like the mundane. It's just the motion. Mm. Yeah, not emotion, but a motion.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, so for for today, I, I know that there's a lot of people who listen and whether they believe in Jesus, whether they're still on their journey to discovering, or maybe they, they really have no relationship with Jesus at all right now. Mm. What would you say is the difference in singing, say just for performance and worship? What is the biggest difference that you see?
1: Yeah. I'll kind of like condense this because for me, worship, I heard this, um, this is not don't i'm not gonna take credit for what i'm about to say but i heard this i think it was at winter jam actually uh and it was really i, I was struck by it but worship is not just singing like we're saying but it's a celebration of who god is mm-hmm. and uh, i think when we realize that when we come to understand that it changes the whole moment it changes the whole perspective on that time that we give mm. to him in song
0: yeah and the dynamic of it i think also changes because I, th- I feel like a lot of people determine how they worship based off of if they've had a good or bad feeling
1: emotion yeah yeah yeah
0: whether whether their day has been great or their day has been crap yeah. like and one reason I'm reminded of it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Is is David because there's a ver- there's a couple of verses in Psalms 63 where he's he's talking to God and he's on the run. And if you don't know the story of David, David was called a man after God's own heart, but David was on the run actually from his enemies, even the people that were on David's side who supported him were beginning to doubt and beginning to grow restless and Mm -hmm. beginning to grow tired because they were like, where is God in the midst of all this? And I remember David saying this. He said, your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you Mm. in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. Because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. Mm. And so even in the midst of even his own restlessness, mm. even his own emotions and feelings and doubts, and even the trouble physically and emotionally that he was enduring – the one thing that you see David holding on to the most is that that attitude of worship. Mm-hmm. Even more so, it seems like it's the opposite. When things are difficult, it seems like he's singing more. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on that? Because I know for a lot of people, they say, "Oh man, it's easy to worship God when when things are going good." But right. When the times are difficult. I I just feel like I can't. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that mean?
1: Well, I think, first of all, I think David knew that he had people against him, but he never forgot who was for him. Mm. And, um, (laughs) and I think he took the, just the feeling and the emotion off of himself and just remembered who God was, who God is, and what he continues to do. Mm. And, So, you know, despite, despite who he was against, or I'm sorry, despite who was against David and and, um, despite David's feelings, like it was bigger than the richest feast. I mean, it was more than just, um, it was more about singing praise, lifting hands and surrender because of what God has done not about what we've done Mm. but what he's done for us
0: Mm. i think a lot of times people who don't know god and they come to somewhere like a church or a concert or youth group like where we serve and we talk about worship it's like man what are all these people doing and if you don't know why you're there sometimes we can get lost in, in in trying to figure it out yeah But I think more so the understanding of why we worship will help those people understand more of where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. Because I believe if our faith is real, like David's is, Mm -hmm. even in the midst, like you were talking about, even in the midst of, of trying his hardest on his own, he still understands through those good moments, through those difficult moments. When it seems like everybody's beginning to lose faith and trust in him as their leader. Yeah. You see him even more cling to certain responses to God. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about praise and prayer and and singing out and lifting hands to God. But why? Mm -hmm. And so I think of when I was younger, I saw people lifting hands. And I was like, man, I feel really vulnerable Mm. when I lift my hands.
1: You know what I felt? Or... You know what I felt? Yeah, I guess what I felt when I saw people lift their hands. What? My first reaction was, I feel really uncomfortable right now. Yeah, and for that, real. Yeah, and, and that's and
0: that's the that's the mindset. That's the framing of the interpretation because you see all these people and even even worship leaders. We've even done it before where we oh, encourage yeah. people, hey, lift your hands and sing. But why? And I think for most people, when they look, they don't understand the gravity of it. But it was yeah. told to me like this: understanding who God is and who He can be in your life. This is the symbolism of it. Just as a child reaches out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that.
0: For their dad. Yeah. Or 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 their relative or whomever they trust when they're young. Yeah, I love they that. They don't visual. they don't sit there and they they don't say well, are you going to catch me Mm -hmm. or are you going to be there? Mm -hmm. If they say, hey, come to me, Mm -hmm. they're like, they have full confidence in the the person knowing like, hey, I got you. Right. And to me, that is the most beautiful representation that I've been able to hold on to and say like, okay, I'm lifting my hands up and out to God because I'm reaching out to him to not only grab a hold of his love mm-hmm. but I'm lifting up the things that I've been carrying around right. and saying God they're yours mm-hmm. so not only am I getting something back but I'm letting go of something Yeah, you see what I'm saying? absolutely yeah and, even- and it changes
1: when you, when you start to understand that it's not because someone told you to it's because you have that understanding now that I'm going to lift everything I have my brokenness, my shame, my guilt, whatever it is I'm lifting it up to you, and I didn't understand that at first. I thought it was just an action for people to get attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was really just charismatic. It mm-hmm. was just I don't know. Sometimes out of control, and I was like, wow, what these they just want attention, whatever. Never understood it until I felt it. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. And one of the one of the habits that I think a lot of people gravitate towards is when they are struggling, when they are going through difficult times, when they are facing hard obstacles in their life whether at home or school or through friendships relationships you'll see them fold their arms and kind of close off Mm -hmm. and I think it's because a lot of times we we're holding in the things that we're struggling with most Mm -hmm. and a lot of that comes from the sense of disconnect Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so when we go into worship sometimes we don't know how to invite God into the mix of what we're facing all right and so for me i remember like i was going through a difficult time in my life when i was a teenager and i and i would wear a hoodie and i would just kind of stand there with my arms crossed yeah. and i would i would tell people oh i'm fine i'm good but i remember there was like a span of like a month and a half where i wasn't engaged in the worship like i wasn't connecting i wasn't i wasn't really caring about my time with god or even seeing it as a need right and i and i began to see that my body language had become so used to the fact of rejecting something that was meant to be part of my growth. Mm-hmm. Because think about it this way as well. When you lift your hands and sing, the physical nature you feel most vulnerable. Right. Why? Because your arms are up and it feels awkward. Like what we said, it feels so uncomfortable. Yeah. But that's the physical nature. That's the human nature of what it is. And so when we're thinking about us, mm-hmm. it, it it puts into context, okay, what am I what am I lifting up? Yeah. And that's what I that's what I'm meaning to say is when we're lifting our hands up, what we're saying, God is I'm lifting all that I am, I'm putting it above my head, meaning all that I am, I'm giving it to you. Right. Right now in this moment. I'm singing not for me, not because of anything that I've done. Not because I have the ability to to take away all the struggles and pain that I'm going through, but I'm casting it all on you because that's why you died for my sins. That's why you died. Not just for my mistakes, but also the pain that I carry. Yeah. Also, the hardships that I carry, the emotions that I carry. Yeah. The anger, the frustrations. I'm lifting it all to you and saying, God, it's yours. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, for me, that's, that's a habit that I believe that we can take from bad to good and say, instead of closing off, instead of keeping it in, mm-hmm. instead of looking around and thinking, well, I, I don't know about such and such and what they're going to think if I lift my hands. What if we truly unfolded our arms and lifted them up? How would that act of worship be different? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, if someone was out there today and they were saying, you know, I really want to engage more in worship, meaning I want to connect more. I want to, I want to not just sit on the sidelines. I don't want to just be messing around with my friends and talking, but I really want to know why I need to worship. What would you say? How would you encourage them?
1: I would say um, be more intentional alone mm. by yourself behind closed doors because if you can't do that alone, and understand what that looks like alone, then I think uh, in a setting it's just going to be even more difficult to do. Mm. <clears throat> because when you're when you're in a state of surrender, like you said, we're we're the most vulnerable. But when I mean when we have our hands lifted up, I mean that's a, that is a position of surrender. Mm. Um, and I, I would just say, understand what that is. You know, don't just raise your hands because someone told you to. But uh, raise your hands because you truly want to surrender everything you have for God's glory. And you want you want him to intervene in everything you do. So that's what I would encourage.
0: Yeah, and I think that's just a great way to kind of wrap up this week's podcast. Is just knowing worship doesn't just start when you walk in the the doors to go to youth group or go to service or anything. If you're if you're not worshiping in your life, meaning connecting with God through prayer, learning more about Him through His Word. And we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks. But worship is an avenue that your life is essentially worship. And it's who you're you're putting in control of that area of your life in, in control. Yeah. And so if God is in control of your life, you have things, you have you have moments each day to bring him glory in that. Right. To see the fullness of his love, to yeah. see his the real the realness of his grace and and his purpose for your life. And I think that that even more so encourages and draws us closer to wanting to sing out and to connect with him on on Wednesday nights or Sundays, mm, yeah, because you're being reminded through your experiences and through your moments with your friends, with your family at school, hanging out at the movie theater on the weekend, whatever, that your life has meaning and purpose, and it's called to something greater through Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, and I know, you, I know, you say you want to wrap this up, but just a, a reminder that that worship is not just song. It's everything that we do. Worship is, is action. Mm. So everything that we do, we should be worshiping um, and thinking about, does this bring glory to God? Mm.
0: <clears throat> so. And so this week, through the good, through the bad, whatever you may be facing, worship is something that draws us in and draws us close to God's heart so that no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing, We're able to see the realness of his love, the beauty of his grace, and his heart and purpose for our lives. So we encourage you. We're praying for you. And we hope that you'll come back next week to join us on Journey Talk. Peace out.
1: Thanks, Pat.